Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast. And today I'm with Tracy Bookman of Homestead Roofing. Out of what state are you guys out of? Uh, we're in Colorado. Colorado. And we're talking about Acculinks, pros and cons. And we're doing a pricing breakdown. But first, I want Tracy to tell the story of how we met. <laughs> yeah, we met virtually. Uh, so I've actually been looking at your videos for a long time online. And I think you've got great content. I'm actually kind of chasing you guys because <laughs> I watch the number of your subscribers and the number of your views. And so it's like, you're kind of like my benchmark, right? If I can get there, I feel yeah. like I'm successful. But ha, so, so like you, had, you had this one video, uh, Job Nimbus versus Aculinx, Battle for the Best Roofing CRM. And I, I, I go, okay, I'll watch that because we, we've been on Aculinx for a long time. And we've looked at at least a half a dozen other roofing-specific CRNs. And so I wanted to know, all right, what's, what, is, what are people saying about that, you know, the comparison between the two? So I watched the video, and I, you and I talked about this, so I know you're okay with me telling this story. You, you, go, I, you go. I watched the video, and as soon as I realized that you were interviewing a guy from Job Nimbus, I was like, oh, well, this isn't even, this isn't a fair comparison. You're not going to talk about Acculinks. And you didn't it's talk true. about Acculinks. Yeah. And yeah. So, so I left a reply. And I was like, said, yeah. it's not a fair comparison. It's no comparison at all. You're not talking yeah. about Acculinks. So you, yeah. you replied um, graciously, <laughs> probably more graciously than my comment. <laughs> and, and I think you asked, okay, well, tell us, Tell us about Acculinks. Tell us what yeah. the pros and cons are of Acculinks. So I left a, a fairly long comment on, on the video, yeah. kind of going over what I felt were the pros and the cons of Acculinks. Well, what has things happened? Yes, I, I love it. By the way, thank you for your generosity of taking the time to put those pros and cons because I think that video is better for it. And I think you're a great example of a good YouTube commenter, somebody who doesn't <laughs> just leave negativity somebody who then follows it up with, with actual, like real takeaways so that everyone can be better. And, um, but I do have this, I do have to ask what has since happened since that comment? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to qualify that because we are in a migration yes. <laughs> from Acculates to Job members. Yeah. But now ask me why. Yeah. Why? Yeah. It's not because we think Job members is better. It's because Acumix okay. has basically priced themselves out of our reach. Mm. And that's real though. That's real though. Something can be good yeah. or maybe even the best, but if it's not, if its value isn't proportionate to the amount of um, money you're spending on it, yeah. then it makes sense to make a, a business decision in some cases Right. So we're going to get into the pricing, but where do you stand at this moment? By the way, we're also in this podcast, if you're just considering whether you're going to listen or not, we're also going to talk through Tracy's awesome YouTube strategy and how it's been working out and some of his other marketing stuff. But first, Acculinks, what are the pros and cons as you see them now, if you don't mind kind of putting that out there? Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, I still think Acculinx is far superior to any of their competitors. Um, you know, we've been, 
probably borderline power users of Acculinx now since February of 2015, so over seven years. And we've put it through its paces. We signed up to be one of their beta testers at one point. About the only thing that we don't use extensively is some of the more detailed reporting, because I can get that information from QuickBooks or other sources. But um, you know, I think, in my opinion, the, the, the advantages, if we're going to talk about Acculinx versus Job Nimbus, Yes. It, really doesn't, it really doesn't make any difference. It's Acculinx versus Job Nimbus or Job Progress or Contractors Cloud or any, any number of them out there. But they're all pretty equivalent. Uh, I would say that Acculinx is about here and the rest of them are all about mm. here because they all are pretty similar. Yeah. As far as advantages to Acculinx, um, just the interface, okay. the, inter the interface of job units and the others, it's like 1990s DOS version, mm. <laughs> you know, Windows 95. It's basically Windows 95. That's what it looks okay. and feels like. It's really clunky. It's kind of slow. Uh, Acculinx has got a, a very, very clean interface. Now, digression. Right, there are things in the interface of Jobnibus that you can do that you can't do in Acculinx. Mm -hmm. um, but as a, from an overall standpoint, uh, Acculinx, the user interface is just way better. Yeah, and you you talk about um, in the in the YouTube comment you mentioned reporting. It sounds like it's more robust and oh, yeah. basically like it, it. You can break stuff down, and to a lot of people, like let's say you whatever revenue you are at a certain point, that reporting might be really, really important to be able to break it down by lead source, yeah. zip code, um, or other uh, basically categorization to break down your deals to understand yeah. where your best deals are coming from and what's closing, what's the highest closing ratio, that type of stuff. Yeah. I could see that being worth it for a lot of people, if we're honest, like, so that might oh, yeah. be a very big pro that somebody is going to need that and, and job Nimbus does not do that. Or, or how does, how does that reporting compare in some of these other tools, basically? Yeah. Job Nimbus does have reporting and we're still yeah. in the, we're still in the migration stage. So we haven't okay. really dived into um, yeah. what's available there, but you know, some of the, some of the reports that, I have access to an Acculinx. I'll give you one example, like a job profit analysis. So mm. in, in QuickBooks, you can do job profit analysis in QuickBooks, but you have to know how to get to that information. Whereas in Acculinx, it's right there in the job record. So you open up yeah. the job, click on the menu, and there's a button that says job profit analysis, and it just pops up and all the information is right there. You don't have to go searching yeah. for it. Hey, um, what else is like something that's in that tool that's not in the other tools that you wish was because price? Do you mean in the reporting or just in the CRM itself? How about in the dashboard or any of the other kind of like key things that you really liked about Acculinx? Yeah, I'm going to actually pop them open. Oh, I'm going to open Acculinx here and just go to the dashboard. Feel free to to uh, to share your screen if you want and talk through it with oh, me. I'm okay. just curious. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't want to show our numbers. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. All that information is right there on the dashboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just show um, us your lead screen for the other contractors in in Colorado. No, yeah, I'm sure. I'm yeah, right. <laughs> um, well, plus it's it's March, right? So my numbers aren't so great right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel you. It's it's real right now. It's real. It's, yeah. it's about to pop up. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, I think from the standpoint of the dashboard, it, it's just super simple. Uh, the Job Nimbus dashboard, in my opinion, is very cluttered. We have the same problem with Job Nimbus and stuff where with Aculinks, um, the dashboard is just really clean. And mm -hmm. if I want to, you know, I can look at any given time and see, you know, who are my leads, where are they coming from, prospects approved, completed, invoice closed. That's but I do have to say, that's one of the drawbacks of Aculinks is it's so simplified that you can't, you don't have visibility to a ton of information right from the main screen. You gotta go digging. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you were to make a CRM <laughs> and damn it, don't do it. There's too many. No. <laughs> um, but if you were to, what would you take from both those tools to make your own that would be better? That's a great question. All right. So if, if I could wave a magic wand and make a, a CRM look and feel and do what I want to do, um, I think that one of the main things that I would have it do is One of the things that Aculinx doesn't do that I really don't dislike is the ability to, to make custom stages and custom milestones. So I definitely do that. Job Nimbus does do that. And some of the other yeah. ones do that. Their competitors do that. That's one of the knocks against Aculinx is you can't mm -hmm. set it up. So you're stuck with lead, prospect, approved, closed, and invoiced on your dashboard. Mm -hmm. Well, that doesn't even make any sense, right? So to yeah. build it out, you can have uh, a workflow underneath each one of those stages and have all these little different line items, but they're they're not actual milestones. It's just a checklist. So you have to go through yeah. and you have to check off each one that, that you you want to do. Whereas I would like to see you've got a, a main stage, maybe it's a lead. And then underneath that, I'd like to see sub-stages. So because a lead goes through a certain process, it's, it's a very short mm -hmm. process, but, and then in prospect. So you can have a prospect and then it's in estimating stage or it's in presentation stage or it's in follow-up stage. And then you've got all the, mm -hmm. different, all the different steps underneath each one of those. That, yeah. would, be, that would be a very huge thing. And, oh, and the one thing, that I wish that any of them do, maybe some of them do, I just don't know about it. I would love to be able to have, you know, a big monitor on our production office wall that has the production calendar that I don't, mm. that I don't have to pay for another user to display, right? I would just, I would love, yeah. because right now, right now, you know, we don't have it here in my office, but we've got two whiteboards, the dry erase whiteboards. 
Yeah. Good night. It's 2022, right? Give me a, yeah. a, the ability to put a big screen up there. Yes, and I love the those dashboards. They're right on it. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I'm just going to, I'm just going to rattle through some other cons and pros that were in your list. Um, Mm -hmm. So camera app for AccuLinks is lacking in functionality and you like company cam. You're still a big fan of company cam. Oh, good point. Um, So AccuLinks, like right after I put that, that on there, AccuLinks updated their, their camera. Is it better? Yes, it's way better. It's, are they it's, copying? It's, are they copying company cam? <laughs> I'm sure that company cam has put pressure on. I'm sure that the yeah, fact that yeah. company cam is out there made a big difference because it's a but lot ultimately, I think like the kind of idea though is that AccuLink's cons are kind of I think grouped a little bit around. Usually, there's kind of other apps that Job Nimbus can kind or like other. CRM. I, I literally don't have a horse in this race. I don't care. But like there's these different connectors and those apps usually are innovating a little bit faster because they don't they don't have the main CRM. Like company cam is innovating pretty quick. Boom, 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 boom. They got stuff that right. they're making this year that's probably going to be better than AccuLinks and then AccuLinks might have to add that functionality later, right? right? So the idea of, I like extensibility. So it might just be like a ideological, I like I like somebody that are like a, because my CRM for my company is super simple, like super simple. It's basically like, it's the columns and I move deals down the columns and then I can look at stats high level. And then I use other apps to kind of add on functionality mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm kind of an extensibility guy. And the pros on AccuLinks, it's usually like from the the things um, that you've got on here. You've got you know the the dashboard, the the um, the kind of you know the things that you've already talked about. You've got building supplement requests or invoices for insurance companies is easier. Mm-hmm. Integration with QuickBooks is better. And you guys liked the Crew app that oh. you guys had for a while. Yeah. yeah, let me talk about the QuickBooks integration too. Sure. That's actually yeah. a really big deal. Okay. As far as I know, at, at least out of the ones that we've tested, like I said, we've we've tested and we have been in the process of migrating to three different CRMs. And yes. each time we pulled back, Job Nimbus was mm-hmm. one, Job Progress was one, and Contractors Cloud was one. Each time we pulled the plug because it because it it wasn't accurate, right? Yeah. Um, so as far as the QuickBooks integration, AccuLinks has a two-way sync with QuickBooks. All the other ones have a one-way sync. So what that mm. means is I can, I can create a customer in AccuLinks and create a financial worksheet for it, and it'll send that information over to QuickBooks. Then my bookkeeper who gets you know, the bills and stuff like that, can input uh, payments toward the job. So cost of God, cost of goods sold. And QuickBooks will send that information back up to Acculance. Mm-hmm. So, then when it, so then when it comes time, you know, if you're a company that pays commission based on the profit, you need that information in there. With the two-way sync, you don't have to do double entry like you do with a one-way sync, like job members, job mm. members and all the other ones. So that's, that's a actually, big one. That's actually really, really helpful because you've got those two systems talking to each other. Yeah. Like that. 
you know, otherwise, with if you have a requirement to do double entry, you're entering it into Accurate so that you can pay your commission, and then you have to enter it into QuickBooks. There's more chance for mistakes that way. Mm. Yeah, that that kind of stuff matters a lot when you're trying to get clarity on your numbers, and getting clarity on your numbers is a pretty big deal. <laughs> Somewhat. So uh, let's just jump into some pricing talk real quick. So just we're just going to talk about Acculinks in this. I know we might just mention a little bit about Job Nimbus real quickly, but sounds like Acculinks base pricing is $139 per user per month. Is there any setup fees or anything like that? Yeah, there are. They, they charge you, um, you know, it's been seven years since we did it. So I'm sure the cost. Yeah, but it's up. like. It's a chunk, a chunk at the beginning, and then 139 user per month. And yeah. then kind of, you said that there's a lot of add-ons, bolt-ons that they charge you for. And that's one of the main reasons. Every little thing that you're trying to add on increases the price. So what are some examples of like those types of add-ons, if you don't mind sharing? Uh, everything. <laughs> yeah, throw, throw I mean, a few. I'm just going to care. Okay. Yeah, so like uh, SMS. Job Nimbus, that's okay. free, right? So if you want to use yep. your CRM to text your customers, that's going to cost you more in Accurate. Okay. Um, if you, even the reporting, the reporting functionality in Accurate costs you. That sounds um, like a base feature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you would think, wouldn't you? Yeah. But no, it's not. Anything it's not. else that you can kind of just like rattle off that's like an additional cost? Um, QuickBooks, the integration with QuickBooks, that costs me yeah. $99 a month. Okay. So that stuff all ends up adding up. So like with the company of your size, which is like how many people? Uh, there are four of us. So myself, four of you, a yeah. salesman. And what is the cost then? A thousand dollars a month. So that's, yeah, that's pretty heavy oh, for a four yeah. person company. One of the biggest costs is the e-signature, right? So if we send, really, yeah, okay. we send we send a contract off to somebody, it requires two signatures. It requires our signature and the customer's signature. They mm. charge us. They charge us for the ability to send an e-signature document to somebody. Then they charge us for each signature. Okay. So it's about $3 yeah. to $3.50 yeah. or more each document that we want to sign. So it's kind of just death by a thousand cuts with the pricing on Acculinks. It's just, all, I can get that. That would frustrate me, I think. Um, that being said, I can't tell you whether I would use Job Nimbus or Acculinks. I don't know if I would, I don't even want to say, because I think I might consider Acculinks just because I, I'm like, the, you kind of sold me a little bit, man. Like, I feel like we've been selling each other back and forth on this. I think I, if I was a roofer, I might use Acculinx, even though I think they're a little high and mighty sometimes. Um, yeah, here's yeah I funny, don't know what I would use. Here's a funny story. Um, so I was just at the uh, uh, One Industry, One Model seminar yeah. down there in Dallas. Yeah. And I was, sitting, I was sitting at a table and there was a, a guy, I assume he was a roofing company owner. And he was... He was on his laptop doing some stuff and one of his employees came over and asked him, oh no, it was, it was somebody else came over and said, oh, you use Acculinks? Do you like Acculinks? And he said, yeah, except for the blankety, blankety, blankety cost. 
So yeah. it's not just me. It's not just yeah. me. Well, I'm, hey, there's something if you're doing something where somebody hates it, but they pay the price. It's <laughs> just know. hard to shake a stick at that as a business model. It's hard to say. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. damn, like proud of you, even though <laughs> it sucks yeah. for your customers yeah. in a way. I don't know. It's a weird thing. Um, so let's talk. Let's just kind of go off the script a little bit and just talk about you've been active on YouTube for a while and you're starting to see some return. Why do you think customers, so you've spent effort, a good amount of effort mm-hmm. making videos for customers and even talking a little bit about just roofing industry stuff, it seems like. Um, what? Why do you think customers are more like, why do you think you've closed some deals from that? And are you getting like leads from that? Or is it just people that are already a lead in your funnel and they watch a video and they're more likely to close? No, that's a great question. Really smart question uh, because, you know, if, um, let's say I picked up from Colorado Springs and I decided to move to some other state, right? That's the first thing I would do. Probably even before I got my website up, I would start making YouTube videos in that market, right? Mm. Uh, we have gotten, the first video that I put up that actually got some traction, um, it's not even on my channel anymore. It was on a separate channel. It was called does my T-lock shingle roof really need to be replaced? Hmm. And I think within probably three to four months, we got a job from that, replacing a T-lock shingle roof on a, on a house that was a hundred and some years old. So it needed decking. I mean, for 2013, a $10,000 job back then, was a, that was a pretty big deal. I think it was $12,000. So we got, and that for me, that was like, that was like the, you know, the hook to tie mm-hmm. into your, your videos here. Yeah. That was the hook for me. That's what got me hooked. I was like, yeah. oh, I see the potential of this. And so yeah. um, we had another example where uh, the wife, let's see, the husband had chosen a different roofer and was getting ready to sign a contract. And this was for a 96 square high steep cut up roof. So it's a huge house. And the wife found my videos and started watching them. And she's, she got her husband, she's like, you have to watch these videos. And she made him sit down and watch a bunch of my videos. And so they, they called the other roofer and said, we, we've decided to go with somebody else. And then they called me and invited me to come over. So they, wow. they fired the other roofer just from my videos. That's so crazy. What was like, just to kind of give people an example of the type of video that can do that, because that's powerful. What type of video was that? Were you essentially saying some contractors do it wrong and this is how, or what did you, what were you talking about theme wise? No, I, you know, I've tried to shy away from, from that kind of thing, except for uh, since Colorado Springs is such a hail market, so many storm chasers show up here. I do give a lot of information to homeowners about what to watch out for, how to protect themselves from scams and that kind of thing. But I think the biggest thing, uh, the biggest thing that attracts people is just educating them on how the insurance process works, what to expect, what to expect from the roofing process, how those two processes fit together. 
uh, I did a seven parts, <laughs> I did a seven part series, which was actually really fun for me uh, on pretty much ways the insurance companies try to get out of paying for legitimate items in a claim yeah. uh, that a roofing contractor has put in his estimate. And I get so many negative comments from, I think they're insurance adjusters and insurance agents, you know, telling me that I'm just all full of BS or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, so I took real examples from how insurance companies tried to short their clients and just talked about them. So this is exactly what the insurance company did on this. We went back to the insurance company, you know, basically proved to them that they had to fight, uh, include these costs and they always gave up. So what does that say? Does that say that the, roof, that the insurance companies are, oh, this roofer, he's way smarter than we are. We should just give in. No, it's they know that those are legitimate parts of the claim. They should have included them. Yeah, and we were yeah. just able to prove it. Well, just most people won't fight. So if they That's if exactly they do right. low if they do low ball stuff and they yeah. just constantly negate stuff that may be legitimate, then 80, 50 to 80 percent, they probably have like a percentage that they won't bother us about it, won't give us, won't make us give them yeah. that money. So Boom. Well, and then Steve, yeah. I think Steve Patrick actually has those stats. Mm -hmm. And I think that they think, I think that he said that 11, the, the insurance companies know that 11% of their claimants won't ever get the repairs done. They just spend the money. 11%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's pretty crazy. And to think that, yeah, they're just, they're just, they just know what they're going to get and they kind of have a policy. Like I've, I've seen some crazy stuff, man. I, I don't think I can go back. I think I took the red pill because uh, now I've seen like comments of like David Taggart uh, in Dallas is like uh, in Texas is like posted like comments of, I, it almost looks not real, but it's like for insurance people being like, there's literally bonuses around denying claims. Like there's like, they like have incentives internally. And I mean, this, these look crazy, these comments, but it was like literally like them in their own private groups talking about stuff and them getting like incentives for denying stuff. There's it's just so, interesting. There's yeah. So much, there's so much conflict of interest in the whole industry. It, yeah. yeah. Cause you've got, there's lots of unethical contractors that are trying to gain the system. Oh, it's, I agree. Know, 100%. Yeah. But, but there are insurance companies that reduce the bonus amounts for their agents mm -hmm. based on the number of claims that come in. So the agents are financially incentivized to not let their clients turn in claims. There are yeah. insurance companies that use the third party subcontractor adjusters and they pay them a commission based on the claim amount. So the adjusters are financially incentivized to increase the claim amount. Yeah. It's insane. Very, very interesting. And I, I feel like I'm just kind of dipping my toes into that. And I, I feel for the contractors, obviously, like you said, there are a good amount of people that are doing weird stuff that are contractors too. It's just, yeah. it's kind of the David and Goliath of, it is a little bit like if this David over, if there's some of the Davids doing weird stuff, but the Goliath is doing this consistently and there's like policies around it and stuff like that. 
I'm going to look at that Goliath and be like, maybe you shouldn't be incentivizing denying claims when people have been paying their insurance for 10 years, 20 years and have, you know, anyways, yeah. but um, it serves my purpose to side with the contractor nonetheless. So, um, but Hey, uh, it's been very good to chat with you. If you would, you know, just take the stand for a second, anything you want to promote, anything that uh, would be good for you to connect with more contractors on is mostly roofers that are watching this. So um, yeah, thank you for that opportunity. Yeah. I would really, really encourage contractors to kind of get out of their headspace of thinking of just, you know, I'm a roofer or I do this or whatever. And to start thinking in terms of I'm a marketer who mm. owns a roofing business or I'm a marketer that owns a painting business or whatever it is. And in my opinion, you cannot be YouTube for the availability of free reach to masses of people, whether you want that to be in your, your local market or whether you want that to be you know, nationwide. I mean, we get calls from people all over the country asking questions. And we get so many calls, we decided that now we've started telling them, we will help you, we'll answer your questions, for a fee. So we're, we basically had to start charging a consulting fee huh. that we tell That's people. Cool. It's like, if you want us to help you, we're happy to help you. We can look at your, your contractor's estimates. We can pull an eagle view. We can help you through all of that information. But we're going to have to charge you because I, I don't have time to answer all the questions that we get mm -hmm. from all over the country anymore. So YouTube is magic. <laughs> and if you're a contractor mm -hmm. and you know, don't be afraid to just grab your phone and do a selfie. I mean, all of my videos, almost all of my videos are what we call just our walk in the park videos. And I like to walk. I go for walks in the morning and I use that time. I just record a video that answers people's questions. And then we just post it. It's, you know, thank you for visiting our walk in the park video. I'm Tracy Bookman, blah, 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 blah. It's all you have to do, you know. I like that because it also... Like it has a better background than just like, like doing it in the office or something like that. So well, I love that. And you'll get so many comments. Uh, if you do that kind of thing, you'll get so many comments from people and you'll show up. Well, there's two things that will happen to you. You'll show up at a door and the homeowner will be like, oh, I didn't know you were going to come. Right. It's like this celebrity status thing. It's like. You know, I was expecting you were going to send out somebody. I didn't know you were going to be here. It's it's like such a it's yeah. such a good feeling, right? It's like, oh man, yeah, I'm that's awesome. you know, yeah, but, yeah. But then the other thing that happens too is um, when you're just being yourself, the comments that you start getting when you sit down across the table from somebody when they've watched your videos is, you know, you just came across as so relatable. That's why I called you. And I, I didn't, I haven't called anybody else. I just knew from watching your video, you're the guy that we wanted to hire. That will happen to you over and over again. And you you will just be astounded at the results when you start doing it. I love it. Tracy, uh, what's your guys.com for people who want to check it out? Yeah, thank you. Homestead Roofing Colorado. Colorado is all spelled out. If you just put Homestead Roofing, you're going to go to the one in New Jersey. So homesteadroofingcolorado.com. 
Awesome. And thank you for being on. Thank you for giving us the no holds barred version of this from an outside party from not one of those companies. It's definitely a better video because it's a little, it's a little less partial. So I appreciate that. And um, the podcast is put on by hookagency.com, hook agency all over social media. And I really appreciate you guys listening or watching. Yeah. Thanks so much.